What's cracking, ladies and gentlemen? We are back at it here. Thank you for tuning in to Jump the Gate, the podcast. Once again, I am your host, Michael Allen. Follow me at PastorMichael86 on IG. And of course, I'm here with my brother, Zal Finley, who's soon to be Mr. No IG. But until then, he is. Follow him at Zoffy305. Zoffy, talk to him, man. What's going on, man? Playoff mode activated. You already know what it is. Zero Dark 30, baby. Here we go. So what, we got to call you Playoff Z now? Hell no. Nah, I don't want no relation to Pandemic Pete. I'm straight on that. <laughs> it's all good. All right, let's talk to the people, man. It's been a been a another busy weekend. A lot of stuff going on in the, in the culture, man, in the sports world, all that good stuff. And the, the hottest thing of the weekend, I would say, besides the basketball stuff, was this Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy versus Battle, man. It was, <laughs> it was a sight to see for anybody who grew up during that time, which is essentially us. That's our generation of music. If you know Bow Wow, you know Soldier Boy. That. They yeah, carried us through the mid two thousands. That's Mr. YouTube versus Mr. One Hundred Six and Park right there. Exactly, and it man for those of you who missed it, please please go to YouTube and check it out. Plenty of meme worthy moments, plenty of laughs, plenty of goofiness, and what you would expect from Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. Just goofiness all around, but still gave us a chance to reminisce at some of the hits, man. Which brings me to the topic, man. First of all, who is the better artist? Who are you taking out of Bow Wow and Soldier Boy? Wow, artist. <laughs> what a word to use to describe those two. Um, how are you defining artist, man? I don't even like whose music do I like more? I mean, what do you Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we we can't lie, they both been influential to the culture. We we know Absolutely. what Bow Wow did. We know what Bow Wow did. We ch- check his resume, you know what he did in the early two thousands. We obviously know what Soldier Boy did coming in the late two thousands. Uh, when he first hit the scene and everything he provided to the culture. So who, who, if you got to pick one, okay, let's do it this way. <laughs> if you got to pick one and talk to your, talk to your son about him, who are you going to talk about? Oh man, that's a good one. It's crazy, but I guess I got to go with soldier, man, to keep it G with you. You know, you surprised me with that one and I'll tell you why in a second, but go ahead. I don't know for me, man, that, Okay, so obviously Soldier came after Bow Wow, right? I remember Soldier Boy in like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. All I wanted to do was get that crank that ringtone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I honestly never rushed out to buy anything that Bow Wow ever put out. I never had a Bow Wow album. I can't even honestly say I was a Bow Wow fan. I feel like I was low-key competing with him for every girl's attention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It almost felt like Bow Wow was like an eighth grader at my school that all the girls liked. And it was just like, man, forget him. He ain't shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Soldier Boy was somebody that I actually like, damn, I want to learn the dance. Damn, I really want to get that ringtone. Like, yo, look at them shades. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He actually made me kind of want to be more like him bow wow was just felt too competitive for me like i hated bow wow bro i was <laughs> tired of hearing about bow wow. oh my god bow wow bow wow back then the debate was bow wow versus little romeo you know how you mm-hmm. had different different teams and different camps for that but i don't know bow wow felt more like a peer and then soldier boy kind of came in and was just like damn like the big homie you know what i'm saying right 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 no and the reason what i was gonna say to that you brought up a good point I if you mentioned you- that i had braids i'm gonna lose it well, you better find it quick because that's exactly what I was going to say. 
Y'all both, you had the Braves, man. That was the era between Bow Wow and Allen Iverson, man. But that's what I'm saying. I had the A6s. That's a, a matter of fact, the first shoes that I ever bought, like that started my sneakerhead fandom with the I3 pressures. Those were like the Air Force knockoffs, but the Adidas version with the little yeah. I3 on. I was sticking in them things with the scrap loose. You already know how we get down the day kind of. Right, right, right. Yo, that was something serious, boy. But listen, that's what I said, man. Between you and Bow Wow, man, y'all, y'all was about to, well, you taller than him. I'll give you that one. But I mean, y'all had the cornrows going, man. Middle school dude getting all the girls. Yeah, but that was it. That was an AI thing. And I didn't even grow my hair until high school. So that was not Bow Wow influenced. I'm sorry. Bow Wow Ben fell off by the time I grew my braids out. If anything, I was trying to be Trey Songs. Trigger Trey. Oh, uh, true. No, that's a whole nother uh <laughs> podcast episode talking about Trey Songs, man. You feel me? I feel like it'll be a Trey Songs Drake. Uh not not a versus, but I feel like they came around, hit hit the scene around the same time, so to speak. They can't be a Drake versus anybody versus. No. Who's had a What's longer your- run than Drake? Longer have, run, but it would, have, it would have to be Hove. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? You have to have a dis. What is it? Discography at this point. Discography. Yeah. Every year, Drake's still putting out five songs in the top ten. Every year for the last forever. Yeah, Even for last least, year. We going on fourteen years now because he first hit the scene in 07, 08. Banger after banger after banger after feature after feature after feature. Stop it. Yeah, you might have to do like a Drake. Beyonce battle or something like that. Like, I'm trying to tell you, it's that deep, and even her discography might not, because mm, she only putting out like one album every year or two. Mm-hmm. But then she could dig way back because she's been on it since 2001, like early 90s. I mean, late 90s. Excuse me, with Survivor and all that she was doing with Destiny's Child. So I understand that, but I mean, even going back to what was Drake's first uh, mixtape that came out? So far uh, gone. So, yeah, so far gone. That was a long time ago now. That's a far reach, and he's put out a lot of music since then. Mm-hmm. If he were, if he were just to go on verses and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna just do features," I mean, mm. you feel me? Yeah, yeah, he's got a long list, man. I don't Drake, think Wayne can't even touch him anymore at this point. Not at all. That's what I'm trying to tell you, Drake. Then put on your favorite rapper at this point. Mm-hmm. Not to say that like people don't know certain people before they got on that Drake feature, but once you get that Drake feature, that's when the rest of us know you. That's how if you thirty plus, that's how you find out about a new artist. No, you know, that's that's no, you nailed it, bro. Little Dirk, the city. Well, I kind of knew about the city girls, but that song he did with them put them on the map. Uh, Migos, Lil Baby, all of them, dude. all of them, bro. That Drake feature is like the come up. I'd rather mm-hmm. have a Drake feature than a Grammy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> laughing that's 100 man that's 100 shout out to drake though he he basically hit super saiyan ultra instinct in the music industry so i I give it to him on that straight up straight up which is why i'm saying like bow wow was that for 106 in park it was like oh my gosh here we go another countdown who's number one you already know it's bow wow in there dude What what a fall far from being number one all the time to being the host though well, he fell even further than being the host. You see where he at now. Shoot. At least with the host, he was still, you know, present and in our face and everything like that. Now he, I don't know what Bow Wow doing now. He bragging about being an extra in the 25th Fast and the Furious movie. So I don't... <laughs> he, he had a prominent role in Tokyo Drift, everybody's least favorite Fast and the Furious. 
Yeah, but he bragging about being in Fast Nine. Like it's like it's a big feature thing. Like we about tired of them movies, bro. How many how, how many cars can you come up with, bro? Like they're gonna take it to space now. Don gonna be turning up in space, shifting a charger in, in seventh gear in space. Now y'all know damn well y'all finna tune in and watch them Fast and the Furious movies no matter what. So stop it. Oh no doubt. I'm definitely I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely boot, bootlegging that thing somewhere. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, I'm going to watch it legitimately. Oh, look at you, Mr. Larry Legit over here. Okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? Just in case the feds listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only watch legitimate movies. All right. Don't be on here lying now. <laughs> anywho. Anywho. So let's talk to him, man. Yeah, so we got some breaking news here to report, y'all. Y'all know I'm a reporter at heart, so I love breaking news. Breaking news on the Instagram home front. Y'all heard it here first that Zoffy305 is stepping away from IG. Yes, sir. It's a monumental here. We have the source here himself. Zoffy, man, you've been going at him today. It's been a a busy day for you, I see. Because not only are you stepping away from IG, you posted a nice nice little challenge to all your followers out there. So talk to him about what you got going out here, man. Well, first thing, I don't feel like it's all that monumental because I don't have that many followers. My IG is not that popping, so let's get that out of the way. <laughs> um, second thing, I only been on Instagram for like a year and some change. I was late to the party. I might be the only person that started an Instagram at 29 years old. So <laughs> let's also get that out there. But um, honestly, for me, I'm just uh, entering this next phase, trying to level up. I don't know if you noticed, I might be breaking this for you right now, but I've actually started to study for my real estate license. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen to us on the podcast. Hey, listen to us, man. We talk more, 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 more than just sports, man. We culture, we talking money. We, hey, it's coming soon, baby. That's it. Stay tuned. So I just want to study and and lock in. And honestly, man, you know, right now I just need to to, to level up and get to that next chapter. So that's all it is. It's just realigning my focus, you know, getting my chi back and just trying to elevate. Okay. Okay. Using all the big words, talking about chi and elevate. Well, I have been reading more now. All right. Don't play with me. Hey, we out here making ball smooths, man. So listen up. Stay tuned, man. We're going to try to educate y'all. So stick with us. You might learn something, man. So tell me what happened. I heard that you had a rough time leaving Florida last night. Man, listen, bro. State Farm going to have to see me, bro. We're going to have to square up State Farm. Jake Jake going to have to holler at me, man, because what I went through these this last uh, 24 hours, man, I, don't, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, brother. Listen, so to get, I'll give you all a quick rundown. So I'm, I drove down to Miami this time to kick it with my brother and the fam and get some stuff done. So heading back to the A, um, I'm 90% through with the drive. i am got an hour left. Car starts acting up, engine starts knocking, whatever. Pull over to the gas station, call State Farm, set up the tow truck or whatever. Tow truck never comes, bro. Never comes. It's 1030 at night. I didn't end up leaving that gas station. Wifey had to come scoop me. I didn't end up leaving a gas station until three in the morning, bro, because no no tow truck came. So fast forward to the day, I'm on the phone with State Farm. I'm like, yeah, we'll send something out in the morning, blah, 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 blah. Tow truck still don't come to about three, four hours later, bro. So between the time I called them, which is about 10 o'clock, I didn't get a tow truck to actually take my car to the dealership until 14 hours later, bro. 
when I tell you I was 38 hot, bro, if I didn't have Denise to come scoop me, bro, I would have been out there jammed up. I had to get a hotel or something like that. And like I said, all in all, it was a terrible experience. So, Jake, I need you to holler at me. Cliff Paul, you need to ring my line, man. <laughs> I, I need, so, I, I need like somebody a bad neighbor, State Farm. Like a bad neighbor, State Farm wasn't there? Man, State Farm need to see me. As, <laughs> as much money as I paid them each month. Like, that's unacceptable, man. And now it brings me to my point, man. Car insurance is the biggest scam out right now, bro. You should have got that insured, Geico, for your money. I'm about to to call that little gecko, man, because it's the the biggest scam out there, man. We pay all this money, and you don't get an accident. You don't get nothing in return. Like, it's the biggest scam out there, dude. Just to send a funky little tow truck to come pick up your car on the side of the road. Just to get a tow truck, bro. It took a, a day to get a tow truck, man. I tell you what, let you park in the wrong place on South Beach, you'll find a tow truck quicker than a bitch. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And what tripped me out, and I won't stay on this too long because we got some other stuff to cover. I had the, the the place where I left my car was an hour away from the crib. So tell me how they, they told me I had to come back to give them the key to put the car in neutral so they could load it onto the tow truck. So that got me to thinking, if they need the key to tow your car, how do these people in South Beach be towing people cars all the time like that? Like, how do oh, you? It's a different type of tow truck. But I'm saying though, like, if I said, "Hey, man, I'm an hour away. Y'all need to get the right tow truck out there." Like, oh, I hear you on that. Then, yeah, yeah, no, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. Yeah, that was so, some, that was some old bull. Yeah, man, a, a total mess, man. But shout out to the dude that did come. Shout out to the homie Mel for the, with the tow truck company came out, looked out for me, so. So are you man. officially no longer rooting for the Suns now that Cliff Paul left you on the side of the road? Man, listen, I'm rooting for the Suns because they got James Jones, but Cliff Paul, Jake, Jake definitely got to see me. We got to talk, Jake. Like, what's my what's my man Denzel did in training day? Jake, Jake, come holler at me, Jake. <laughs> all right, man. All right. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, man, and I hope they get everything squared away with your car ASAP because I know how much it sucks to be missing your baby like that. Man, listen, I was out here hurting, man. I had to come home and, and touch my neighbor, man. I had to touch my neighbor and say hello. Get had to get reacquainted, but we all good now. Thank God I'm back home safe. Uh shout out to all the people I got to kick it with. Shout out to the frat AFIA. Shout out to my chapter Upsilon Theta celebrating 10 years in the game. Shout out to my line of charter members, man. We did that. Shout out to us, man. So Yeah, one time for the brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha. I see y'all boys out there repping that black and gold. You already know what it is, man. But let's keep it moving, man. So since we, we talk about the the drive from uh, Miami to Atlanta, doing a little versus of ourselves, man. We're going to do a Georgia versus Florida here. So just a couple topics, man. We're going to have some fun with this. Georgia versus Florida. Um, The first thing is let's talk about who has the better food, Georgia or Florida. It's off. State your case, man. Who's your who's your who's your pick and why? Oh, it's Miami all day. It's not even a question. I don't even understand why this is a topic. Next. It's better food. No, I need an explanation, man. This ain't no cut and dry or whatever, whatever. This ain't no woo woo. You need to talk to them. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You have categories of food, right? So obviously, Mm -hmm. so obviously I'm going to just go ahead and and concede soul food to Georgia because I've been to Georgia and I've had y'all mac and cheese and grits and fried chicken. I'm going to go ahead and give y'all that. Y'all, y'all win that hands down. No question. Okay. Straight up. But where you guys do lack that Florida picks up is Caribbean food, Latin food, um, 
fine dineries because I ain't gonna lie to you. If you're gonna spend a hundred plus dollars on a plate, you're gonna wanna do that in South Beach way more than you're gonna wanna do it in any part of Georgia. So I, I think that in more categories, we dominate because right now we just a bit more diverse than you guys. We got the real Cubans. We got the real Mexicans. We got the real Dominicans. I'm talking arroz con I'm talking uh, empanadas. You know what I'm saying? We we got it all. Real tacos, food trucks. Like I, I just feel like the diversity that we have down here, even Haitian food, you want to get you some real grill. Y'all ain't even got no 24-hour Jamaican spots. Stop it, man. It's not, it's, it's not even a question, man. Florida just has more diversity, so we have more hands in the kitchen. And so for me, we dominate in more aspects of food. But soul food, y'all got it. Y'all may have the best like soul food hands down and that may be the best category of food in some people's opinion but if i want to diversify and eat tacos on tuesday and i want to get expensive fish on saturday i can go to those two different places and make that happen man florida's just got it we we, we got the the gutters food spots from little haiti all the way up to the fine dineries of south beach i mean you seen even when we went out to brunch the other day you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when it when it comes to that rooftop view, nobody does brunch better than us. Facts. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me state my case. Let me take the floor here. So I'll give it to you. As far as the island food, the Caribbean food, Miami got that hands down, bro. It's not even a question. Like I don't even play with island food up here in Georgia, man. And, you, and I'm seafood. My- and seafood because we're not landlocked. Yeah, it's fair. Fair point. Fair point. Y'all got the seafood game too. But where Georgia's or Georgia kind of uh, evens the field is Georgia has a way Atlanta specifically has a better restaurant scene than Miami. Now, yeah, Miami will give you the views, you know, the water, the, the ocean side views and the, and all that good jazz. But as far as diversity of restaurants and the quality of restaurants, Atlanta has that down packed, bro. I can't tell you how many restaurants I've been. I've been here in the A. And I'm ready to go back for a second time. Like you talk about diversity of food. I'm talking Indian food. I'm talking soul food. You want a good burger. You want ribs. You want bro, Georgia is the home of the chicken sandwich, bro. There's so many places to get a good chicken sandwich. I ain't even talking about Chick-fil-A. We ain't even, like Chick-fil-A is an everyday thing up here. But just the diversity of, of restaurants. And don't don't get it twisted now. Georgia got some good vibes up here too. You want to talk about brunch? Georgia has probably one of the best brunch scenes in the country bro hands down like talking brunch unlimited mimosas like chicken and waffles all all that good jazz with brunch atlanta got it but i will say like you said the island food it it doesn't compare they try it up here you know a few of the few of the jamaicans and haitians done they moved up here and tried to start it up but it just don't hit the same man they also got the vegan spots on lock too Oh no, we we definitely got the vegan. I'll give Atlanta the vegan uh joints. So, bruh, slutty vegan. Shout out to Pinky Cole with Slutty Vegan. I'm here with the shameless plug. Atlanta got the vegan spot too, bro. The vegan game here is on. So why when, you come to, why when you come to Miami, you drive 30 miles just to get a cookie? Because we got the bakery spots on deck too. Stop playing with us, man. You out here sleep. We got Jamaican wheat patties. We got empanadas. We got base. What is it? Pastries. We got all the good eats, man. 
Hey, first of all, if y'all know me, y'all know I'm a cookie connoisseur. So the reason I drive thirty miles, <laughs> the reason I drive thirty miles is to get a cookie because that's the only spot that's serving fresh cookies that's up to my standards. Now, shout out to the A, hey, shout out to the cookie lady here in Atlanta, man. She's always taking care of me, bro. Right up the street, fresh hot cookies, hot off the line, bro. Right up the street from the crib. That's what I'm saying, man. Hey, it's all for you. You ain't been up here in the A like like I've been up here. So I need you to just if come you were up here from somewhere that had cookies on deck like that. You wouldn't be so cookie thirsty to drive thirty miles for one when you get down here. I don't believe that. That's cap. Ain't no cap, man. I'm all I'm all about it, man. That's cap. There's no nah. way if you were getting if you were getting cookies that were so fire in Georgia. Why would you come down here? You just gotta drive to that one spot. Battling traffic. How long we was in traffic? That express lane was what ten dollars. Traffic was so bad. Stop playing, bro. You love them cookies because that's the only spot in the city that's worth my time, bro. The only spot but in the boy, city. Isn't it worth your time and your gas and a little bit of a headache? Yeah, no. Shout out to D Bakers, man. I'm giving all these plugs, man. Y'all need to start uh, send, hit, hit, hit that cash up for all this advertising that I'm doing. Drop that but, cash app on them. Hey, cash up. Fearless Six. That's the line name. P H E A. How could I spell my name? I can't. Dang, I can't even spell my line name. That I'm, was shameful. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And it's really just fearless with a ph. It's a word. All you have to do is spell fearless. Fearless, fearless with a ph. I'm definitely editing that part out. So don't even sweat it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but hit up that cash out. Fearless with a ph. Fearless six to be exact. So look me up. That's Michael Allen. Fearless. Uh, hit me up with that cash app. Y'all want that advertising? We will plug your business, dog. But we're going to keep it moving, though. We got to keep the show going, keep it moving steady, rock steady. So let's talk some sports, man. Let's move to the to the hard court. Uh, NBA playoffs still fun. Still a lot of good basketball going on. But it's looking like Phoenix is going to make it to the NBA finals, dog. Holding a 3-1 lead uh, over these Clippers, missing uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Chris funny, I only believe on I only believe in the Suns to close out the series because Doc Rivers isn't their head coach. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> shooters, the boy, the shooters out, boy, the shooters out. Sniper gang out here. Just he went for the headshot on Doc, but yeah, I like what Phoenix is doing, man. They 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 got a commanding lead. Obviously, Chris Paul is healthy now. I'm I'm feeling really good about that. Devin Booker is hitting his stride, and most importantly, DeAndre Ayton. Oh my gosh. Facts. Dude is dude is getting better every single game. Hey, shout out Facts. to the shout out to the Bahamas too. The Bahamas native DeAndre Ayton. So shout out, got to shout out to the island folks out here representing. Probably I want to see DeAndre Ayton against Giannis in the finals so bad now. Like I'm on that. Like I know I've been rooting for Trigger Trey and them boys, but just like you say, like I mean, at the end of the day, I'll, whoever comes out the East, I'll be happy no matter what. So I ain't mm-hmm. trying to, you know, I ain't trying to revise my edit or anything like that. But the way DeAndre Ayton has been playing, I want to see him go up against the best competition he'll face all year. And Giannis, man, for real, that will put him on superstar status for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. I, but I definitely, I wasn't really sold on Ayton. It's not that he wasn't, you know, a solid player. He just hadn't shown me nothing, but... I think that's another thing you can credit to Chris Paul, man. His leadership and his ability to kind of push the right buttons with DeAndre Ayton. And even Ayton said so himself that, you know, Chris Paul got in his head and got him right. He pushed him to get better. And you're seeing it now. What a dude is confident. Got a nice little offensive game. He confident attacking the rim on the pick and rolls. Got a nice little mid-range when need be. So I'm loving it, man. They got a they're developing what basically a nice little three-headed monster out there. And well, honestly, you can't be a big and have a point guard like Chris Paul. I mean, if you can't shine with a point guard like Chris Paul, you're not it. 
Yeah. Like, look at what he did for DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, I'm not going to act like Blake Griffin was a scrub. He may not have necessarily needed Chris Paul, but man, Chris Paul made his career easy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this this was it. This was your chance to shine, bro. Like, and you did it. So shout out to you for doing exactly what you're supposed to do and nothing else. You get That's no it. more extra credit from me than that. Playing with a Hall of Fame point guard. Good for you. Getting That's numbers. It. That's it. So since we highlighted the Suns here and their success, we also got to talk about them Clippers, man. Woo-wee. So... With this in mind, we've seen how much Paul George is struggling, man. The brother can't can't buy a bucket right now, even though he's making doggone two hundred million dollars. Are you take if you're starting a team now? Are you taking Pandemic P, or are you taking surgical? Whoever Curry? else you're about to say. I was gonna say Kawhi. <laughs> I'll take Kawhi Leonard. That's fine. Kawhi. So you taking Kawhi, easy. Kawhi Kawhi Leonard who gonna miss half the season with knee problems over yes, Kawhi. Kawhi. Uh, Potential full 82 games at PG. Kawhi. Because Kawhi. Kawhi is going to give me those 82 games and fold up in the playoffs. So Kawhi. Mm, that's what I'm I, saying. Kawhi, Kawhi. Oh, you know, I, you mean I'd Paul rather, George yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Paul, Paul George. He's, he's going to give me a great season and then fall apart in the playoffs. What do I need that for? Man. And it's like, sad, Oklahoma City must be sitting back like, damn, what a great trade we pulled off. We got rid of Pandemic P. We got rid of, got rid of Russell Westbrook. Two guys that ain't getting you nowhere in the playoffs. Mm hmm. I'm looking forward to their rebuild and see what they do with all them picks they stockpiled. But no, give me Kawhi Leonard over Pandemic P all day. Matter of fact, okay. let's go ahead. Let's, it's time for a round of playoff Pandemic P or. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's do it. You want to start us off? You want me to ask you? You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Pandemic P or Trigger Tray? Oh, yeah, that's Trey all day. Okay, Pan, let's, let's make it harder than I'm not even going to go with anybody that's balling in the playoffs right now. I'm not even going to make it that easy on you. Pandemic P or the unicorn, Kristaps Porzingis? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Kristaps got that lemon booty, too, playing with Luca, man. <laughs> so I, that's, a, that's a tough one. At least, at least PG, he going to get you some points. This is about to be a list of people that fold up in the playoffs. That's what I'm about to do right now. I, I, I see it coming. I see, and I got one. I got a couple for you, too, but. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go PG on that one, man. You go PG on that one. Mm-hmm. State your case. I gotta know why. Well, you saw what Chris Stapps did, man. Uh, Luca Dangon. Yeah, I saw what mm-hmm. a young Chris Stapps did. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying what he did in this recent playoffs. Nothing. Right. Like you got all world Luca out there, and all you got to do is, as uh, Chris Stapps is just just be yourself, dog. You ain't gotta be the you know the man. Just go out there and get you know but whatever buckets Luca ain't getting. And he wasn't able to do that. So at least with Paul George, at least he was able to get the Clippers to the conference finals. You got to give him credit for that. When Kawhi went down, at least we know that Paul George has the potential to step up and lead a team based on what he's done in Indiana, even though he's been struggle. Oh, we're so far removed from that. I'm sorry. I'm not giving you that. And I don't necessarily believe that he led that team. That team had a lot of pieces. We still give Paul George a lot of credit for being possibly the best player on a team that had a pretty solid Roy Hibbert, a ball in Lance Stevenson. Uh, I think Danny Granger, Danny Green, not Danny Green, Danny, Danny Granger. Granger. Like I said, Danny Granger was on that team. I mean, he was hurt. So that's the only reason Paul George even got a chance to shine. But that team was, I think George Hill was the, was on that team. That was not a bad team at all. Paul George really just was a young, fresh set of legs on that team. I think we are, he's been riding the coattails of that way too long. Yeah. Either way, I'm taking an, uh, PG over Chris Stapps because ever since Chris Stapps dipped out of New York, man, it's all it's been 
There's no, a six-year age gap on them boys right there. I don't know, man. Give me Chris Stapps for the foreseeable future. I'm not starting my franchise with a 31-year-old that can't hack it. No offense. Because <laughs> at this point, you're not building a championship team around around him unless he's the third best player. He's a third option now at this point. He's mm. proven to us that he can't be a number two. Mm. Wow. Man, you hard on him, man. All right. I'm just see. saying, though, I, when all else is equal, I'm going for youth. Okay. And you know how much I hate a hurt guy. And Porzingis is a hurt guy. Mm. But. I'm sorry. Pandemic P has had enough chances in the playoffs where he ain't showing me anything, including when he folded up in in uh, Indiana when he had a chance to beat the Heat. Mm. We let LeBron skate right by him for a game winner. I'm sorry, bro. Mm. Okay, sorry, okay. PG, you ain't it, bro. All right, all right. So let's 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 get let's give you this one. You take in uh, Paul George or Russell Westbrook? Oh, Russell Westbrook all day, easy. That's light. Mm, okay because i know i can book the numbers i know i know i can book the numbers like i can if i'm gonna get terrible shooting percentage i want to compensate for it early paul george is gonna surprise you with bad shooting numbers at least <laughs> russell westbrook is gonna you know you can book russell westbrook is shooting under 50 percent, but he's gonna give you rebounds and assists so you can live with it you could schedule a team around him and try to build you never know what paul george you're gonna get on a night in night out basis you know you have no clue Mm-hmm. I can't deal with inconsistency. If you're going to be garbage, be garbage consistently so I could plan for it. But mm-hmm. I can't deal with the sometimes hot, sometimes not. Like, that's what frustrates me with Pandemic P, man. I just don't know on any given night. It's like you almost have to go to him and shoot around and be like, yo, how you feeling tonight? <laughs> 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 like, you have no idea. And then last year, you know, I was I was one of those guys where it's like, you know what? I can understand. It was the bubble. He struggled with some mental health issues. But that is not the case. Fam is just garbage like he's just actually trash in the playoffs and it's crazy because i can't figure it out like i thought he would have at least one or two breakout games but all right Kawhi is gone he gonna go for 40 look we've said that with every not even superstar we can't even say that the guys that have done it in this in this like current playoff era are superstars but we've been able to book a lot of guys for 40 point games recently including luca pretty much anyone 25 and under so Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm taking anyone over paul george because there's a bunch of 25 year old guys that are giving me 40 in the playoffs right now and paul george can't muster up one game just one i'm sorry bro i just i just he's just not it paul george or tyler hero tyler hero upside all day all day and it's sad because like i don't think tyler hero in his best dream could match paul george defensively but then at the same time paul george hasn't locked down anybody in these playoffs either Mm -hmm. like i don't feel like he's shut down devin booker at any point shit they go to patrick beverly for that if i'm paul george i'm like bro i'm on i'm on him all game because I ain't got it offensively, so it's the <laughs> least I could do. Like, you get what I'm saying? You, Paul mm-hmm. isn't your, isn't a lockdown defender right now or number one offensive option. So mm-hmm. at least give me Tyler Hero. Maybe I could hope that he'll develop because as much as people talk about, oh, Tyler Hero wasn't as good as he was last year, his numbers were better. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Every single stat line went up for Tyler Hero. So I, I really don't understand the big Tyler Hero hate. I mean, he didn't get a chance – to shine in the playoffs the way he did last year, but that was kind of part of the whole team not being as good as it was last year. I blame that more on the system and blame that more on the health of the team at the time. I mean, you know, and I'm trying to say all of this because I want 
his trade stock to stay up. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, I'm taking Tyler Hero all day over Paul George. That's light work. Pretty much anybody, including Duncan Robinson, on the Heat roster, I'm taking over Paul George at this point. Well, you sound like a real Heat lifer now, boy. I'm trying to tell you. It goes across other teams too, but I would right now. I'd rather take uh, what is it from from Atlanta, George Collins. Oh, uh, John Collins. John Collins over Paul George all day. Light work. Lou Williams. Any, I'll take it. You can name any <laughs> team. I could probably give you like three players on that team. It ain't yeah. about no Heat lifer. What's my guy over there that I love in Sacramento? Uh, Buddy Hield or De'Aaron Fox? De'Aaron Fox. I'm taking him. John Morant. Anybody. Give me anybody. Anybody. Luca. Anybody. Yo. Okay. The the PG hate is real. The PG, you are not welcome at the Finley house, my friend. It's not. I just got to start. I just got to. He's just a second round pick for me at this point. I'm sorry. He can't be the best player on my team. I'm not starting a team with him. Like, there's no. What position does he play? Small forward? Mm -hmm. Where do you rank him? in active small forwards right now because this is a guard heavy league so it should be easy for him to be high on this list where he's, do you rank him i mean he's top 10 for sure because he's still oh, a guy that, top 10 is nothing that's not saying anything is he top five top five let's see you talking I mean, about forward at the forward spot yeah making a uh, current top 10 list when it's only a position is the easiest thing like <laughs> you could be top 10 and not make a, a all nba team yeah, that's true. Because you got what Braun? No, he's not top five. Not even close. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> like, I'm so thinking. I'm just thinking off with him if he's not top five in his position. Sorry, yeah, I just not thought of three. Just I just I just thought of three off top: Giannis, Braun, and Jimmy Butler. Oh, that's man. three right there. Easy. So, and you got to factor in obviously KD would be in that one, and then anybody else? Uh, Kawhi, obviously too. So yeah, no way he's top five, but no way maybe top ten. But um, we put a maybe on the top ten and wants me to start a franchise with him. I'm not hating. I just that's the only reason I had to bring that up because it's really not no hate. I've been admiring Paul George since he was given Miami fits, but since then, <laughs> wet the bed. Mm. Mm. And speak. Okay, let's, let's switch it up a little bit. So I mentioned a guy earlier, Tyler Hero. He's been the he's been a hot topic on the on the Twitter airwaves lately. Obviously, again, the subject of trade rumors this time. With the legend out in Portland, Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar is, is potentially, has potentially once out of Portland. It seems like he's potentially had enough of the first and second round playoff exits with the Blazers, and he could be potentially seeking a trade at some point. So, of course, the Heat, you know, Pat Riley always seeking that quote unquote whale, uh, looking for that next big superstar to pair with his current guys, the Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. The topic was brought up. Do you trade or could Pat Riley convince Portland to give up Dame Lillard for some combination of Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, or whatever other pieces they got in there? Do you think it can happen, man? Talk to me. Um, To be honest with you, first thing, does Dame have a no trade contract clause? No trade. I'm not sure, but I think. If he if Dame is serious about winning, I think he would waive that clause to go to Miami. If you're pairing him, well, with the Bam. reason I ask isn't for him to waive it. It's because like, is he going to be able to choose the team that he goes to next? That's really what I'm trying to get down to. Because at the mm. end of the day, you feel me? It's always about the team and wanting the best deal that they can possibly get. 
And I feel like I don't know Dame's contract situation. You know, if he's one of those guys where it's like he's got one year or two years left on his contract, there's some leverage. If he has a no trade clause, there's some leverage. But if he doesn't have any leverage, then there's a lot of packages that can be offered that are better than whatever the Heat are going to put together because it ain't going to include much draft picks. So you're going to have to really love Tyler Hero's upside. And Duncan Robinson is going to need to be a signed in trade. Mm-hmm. Who says he's gonna? Who says he's gonna go along with that? Because he's a free agent this offseason. restricted free agent at that. You feel me? But so still, that's, so that's why I said there's a lot of pieces that are involved. It makes it hard for me to answer that question. I wish I would have done a little bit more show prep to be able to give you a better answer. But let's say hypothetically that either Dame has a no trade clause or Portland is just smart enough to get good PR and trade somebody that's done a lot for them to their desired des- to their desired destination. The real question is. Would Dame want to come to Miami? Mm. Ah. You know what? I could see that happening. I'm doing a little quick look at his contract. It appears he has uh he signed a four-year extension, which kicks in soon. So he'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2025. He has a player option for 2024, which is uh four seasons from now. So next year he's gonna be 31, making 39 million. The following year, he'll be 32, making $42 million. And that last year, uh, before the player option, he's making $45 million at the age of 33. So if you want him, you're going to have to pay for him, Miami. It's just straight up. So Straight like that. I mean, they'll, they'll definitely pay that. I know they're not worried about that. I just think that it's going to have to be a three or four team deal. That's Miami style is getting multiple teams involved because they don't have enough pieces to close the deal themselves. But I could definitely see Dame putting on that heat jersey, rocking with Jimmy Butler. Do you like that fit, though? I love it, man. I love it because that's what Miami's been missing. A guard, uh, somebody at the guard spot that can get their own shot. Good as Tyler Hero is, as good as Duncan Robinson is as a shooter. Those guys are not guys that can whoa, whoa, consist. Whoa. Rewind. As good as Goran Tragic is. Please never forget my all-star guard. Thank you. It used to be all-star Appreciate guard. You. Your 36-year-old coming off the bench guard. is Your leading scorer in the playoffs the last time you were in the playoffs. Thank you. I still hold on to if he wasn't hurt when we were playing the Lakers in that finals in the bubble. Different series. Well, listen, you hold on. led your team in scoring off the bench. Not your bench, your team in scoring off the bench. Never forget that. Thank you. Okay, you hold on tight to that and don't let go. I hope it tucks you in it. I hope it tucks you in at night because Goran Dragic is not not the answer for this team going forward. He is if he's coming off the bench. Okay, well, you hold on to that and see how it goes for you. And let Dame Dame walk away like they let Harden walk away. No, no, not like that. No, not like that. But but see, that's what I'm saying, though. Harden didn't necessarily fit the culture. Does Dame fit the culture? Like, obviously, he's a scoring guard, and that's great. But I could see the Victor Oladipo fit. He's kind of got that dog reputation. Is that really how you felt about Dame, or are you just looking for buckets? Are you bucket desperate, or do you really feel like he fits the heat culture? Because we're a team of, like, hard-nosed, play-defense kind of guys. I never really looked at Dame like that. I love him, absolutely love him, and would be happy for him all day long. That's not what I'm questioning at all by any stretch. But I'm just saying, do you really feel like he fits, or are you just bucket desperate? Uh, you He's a dude that you make fit. You build a team around him. He's not a dude, <laughs> he's not a dude that you, okay, Dame, I need you to f- try to fit in. No, you build around him and make it work. Because you you, that's, you don't find that everywhere. You don't find a guard that gets you 30 a night on a consistent basis. It's starting to basis. feel like you do. 
No, trust me. It's, 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 listen, no, 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 no. It's, 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 league right now, as easy know. as some of these dudes make it look, that is not an easy feat. Because if it was that easy, the Heat would have a guy dropping 25 to 30 a night. You need that number one scorer. Jimmy's not a number one scorer, and neither is Bam. You need a guy like Dame Lillard to carry the load of offense. I don't know, allowed- man. Bam hasn't had the offense run through him. I believe that Bam could be a number one scoring option and get you 20 a night. I believe that. I didn't see it in the playoffs. He looked real timid against Milwaukee, and I don't. I didn't like that for a dude that's been. I think been... he's bought into the team ball too much, man. Straight like that. I think that... if you feature him in the offense, the ball should be pushed through Bam like the way the Bucks push the ball through Giannis. I believe he's a Giannis Antetokounmpo type player who just hasn't oh. been unlocked in the offense. Straight like oh. that. Okay, and even with Giannis, you see what's happening in the playoffs with Giannis, right? Down the stretch, who are they going to? Chris Middleton, a guy who can what? Get his own shot. Yeah, so well, that's, that's what's going to happen. You're always going to have a number two guy that needs to take up for when the defense locks down and keys in on the number one guy. I don't feel like that's a knock on Giannis. I mean, I just feel like he's that great. He's going to command attention, and that's what every playoff team does. They're not going to let you get your best player off every night. And that's my point. Giannis can't shoot. As good as Giannis is, he can't shoot. So his, he's easier to stop. Who shoots better, Bam or Giannis? Who shoots better? Mm. That boy said, mm, stop it, because free throws is not even close. Yeah, free, free throws, throws you give it to Bam. I think Bam has oh, That's a, everything you need. Bam that's is, you need. Bam is, is only timid because he doesn't want to go to the free throw line. Bam is lacking that, that confidence on offense. I would like Bam to be more aggressive on offense. I've seen too many times where Bam get the ball at the top of the key or on the wing, and he ho- he don't even look at the rim. He's holding that thing, looking to pass. I agree because he's bought into the team ball. You have to look at where he was drafted and look at how he's come up through the ranks behind Whiteside. I mean, Bam really fought for his spot, and now he's starting to just come into his own as an all-star. I feel like if we featured him in the offense and he had the green light the way Giannis has the green light, to just, bro, just run at the rim and make something happen. If you get mm-hmm. fouled, you get fouled. Like, whatever. Get your touches and distribute thereafter. Bam is always at the top of the key, like you said, looking to do a dribble hand off set a screen bro i don't want i don't want him setting screens like that i mean yes obviously when it's a pick and roll opportunity but i don't want him just sitting there holding the ball with his butt out <laughs> looking to looking to bounce into mm-hmm. somebody and roll to the rim like like mm-hmm. you said get a couple more face up touches for him set up some picks for him to be involved in them and not just be the pick guy tell you bro i believe in bam okay well you believe in that I believe bam got a bag I believe in the Dame Lillard. I believe it's Dame time, man. You better make the hey, don't make the same mistake you made with Harden trying to hold on to Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. That was get a mistake. that boy. Harden has never been anything in the playoffs either. Matter of fact, Paul George might be one of the only people that I would take over. I mean, or James Harden, I would probably get Paul George instead of James Harden because the both oh. of them fold up in the playoffs the same way. They're the same person, different hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like when has James when has James Harden ever been there for you in the playoffs? Name one time. Mm. When Chris Paul got hurt that, that that one series, James Harden couldn't come up and give you one game. And he was up in that series. All he had to do was close it out. He had two closeout opportunities and folded. Yeah, but I will say this. James Harden has been farther in the playoffs than Damian Lillard. Where's that? Uh, Western Conference Finals. I don't even remember James Harden being in the Western Conference. Oh, was that because when he was in OKC? One- no, well, Dev, he's been to the finals of OKC, but as the main guy, he's been to the finals when they were running into those Golden State teams with Curry and Clay and Draymond and KD. I don't remember guys. James Harden ever being going against Golden State in the Western Conference Finals, but if you say it, I believe it. Yeah, and that I feel was like the year. Has been to a Western Conference Finals? No, they haven't. The Blazers oh. haven't. Not no. Um, 
uh, Harden went when uh, that was the year Chris Paul got hurt and missed it, and they couldn't buy a bucket in like the game seven uh, of that round. So, but um, oh yeah, it looks like you muted here, my boy. Okay, that's fine. We can edit this out if need be. No, it's not even that. I just had to look it up because I want to see, like, when it was that this man went to the finals. I don't remember that for real, for real. I just wanted to check it out and see. But either way, he was a Rudy Poo. (laughs) (laughs) So I ain't worried about it either way. Uh, Listen, man. Get Pat Riley, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to the Jump the Gate podcast, go get Dame Lillard. If you can make it happen, I don't know how you're going to do it because you gave away all your first-round picks, and Oklahoma City got 50 million of them. Philadelphia got 50 of them, and whoever else want them can get them. But if you're Miami, you make it happen. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, Kendrick Nunn, they can have Alonzo Mourning too, for all I care. Like, Go get that boy and make it happen if you're Pat Riley. That's the that's what's holding you back. Twenty-two points, four rebounds, and eight assists. What's that's that? How, uh, Damian Lillard's conference finals uh, stats. So he's been to a conference finals. Okay, so yeah, I totally so, forgot about that. There you go. I'm taking Dame then, mm-hmm. just off the strength that he's not going to be as hurt as often as James Harden is. <laughs> It's just hard to keep it G with you. He's made it the one for conference finals, and the fact that you don't remember it means he couldn't have had a great team. Or he didn't perform all that well. 22 points don't sound too impressive to me for a guy who averages, what, 25, 26? For a guy that lost his best player, because everyone thought LaMarcus Aldridge was the best player on Portland when he was there. For a guy that lost his best player and took that team to the to the playoffs every year thereafter, you give him Chris Paul. I mean, the fact that you didn't remember it means that he must have been easy to guard because there was nobody else on that team. Who could he have gone to the conference finals with? Name of name of the second best player on that team. CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum. Another twenty point again, twenty point scorer at the guard position. But either so way, CJ McCollum or Chris Paul. Oh, Chris Paul all day. There you go. So James Harden's got no excuse because he didn't <laughs> had Russell Westbrook. He didn't, I'm just saying, bro. He's had a stacked squad. Like I'm sorry if if Damian Lillard even found a way to get to one conference finals with CJ McCollum. Like, we need to stop it with this whole, oh, okay, a guy averages 20, so we make it seem like he's a perennial all-star. Like, please, CJ McCollum is nobody but CJ McCollum. He ain't on nobody's top guard list of no type at all. Mm, fair point. but He's a Chris you, Middleton of the West. Stop it. But you would still take him over a pandemic P. Oh, all day. What? All day. <laughs> that's my Easy. point. <laughs> Easy. But that's more on pandemic P than anything else. Hey, man, you you hard on the boy, man, but I'll, I'll let you have it. Hey, man, we, we running low on time here. I knew, I knew it was going to happen. You said it was going to happen, but thank you all for tuning in to the latest episode of the Jump the Gate podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Michael Allen. I got my boy here, uh, Zoff Finley. I, I would shout out his IG, but it's about to be deactivated in a little bit so he can pursue his real estate goals, y'all. Make sure y'all y'all buying a house in south florida hey this man this might be the man to go see tap 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 in yes sir i got them hey man when you make it big just let me hold a little bit man just don't, don't forget about the little guys here 
<laughs> I got you. Say less. Straight up. Y'all heard it here first, man. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, give us Do five stars. Do have a current score on the Phoenix game, by the way? Can you give us an update before we get out of here? Uh, score on the game. Let's give it to you here. I should have asked uh, my girl Siri, but I ain't going to do it. So looking at it now. So just so y'all know, we report, record this podcast Monday nights to give it to you in the mornings. So the score is currently 59-52 Clippers at the half. So let's see if Phoenix can rally back and take it or if the Clippers can live to fight another day. All right. Thank you. As you were saying, like, subscribe on all platforms. All platforms do that, whether it be Google, Apple, Spotify, all that. We need subscribe. to get some of that YouTube money too, like Soldier. Oh yeah, it's com- oh yeah, it's coming soon, man. I'm too handsome to just only be on a podcast, so we're gonna get that YouTube stream going soon, baby. And stay tuned for that IG live. We might be going back at that too if Sophie ever decides to reactivate the gram. So keep it locked, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch y'all on the next go. This is the Jump the Gate podcast. I love you.